On a special midnight release episode, we look up to the stars. I watch Nope. Hello, welcome to the Flixology Podcast, a podcast that looks at all forms of media, analyze it, and dissects it, whether it be movies, television, music, and sometimes, if we feel fancy, literature. I am your host, John, and today, uh, actually tonight, the time is now 12, 12 a.m. on Sunday, July 24th, and I just got back from the from the drive-in in Kings Mountain, where I went and saw the new Jordan Peele movie that just came out this weekend, uh, Nope. Um, it's directed by Jordan Peele, written by Jordan Peele, and produced by him, uh, starring Daniel Kuale, which I'm, I'm hoping I pronounced that correctly, Kiki Palmer, and Stephen Yin. And this movie is basically about two ranch-owning siblings attempt to capture video evidence of a UFO. Jordan Peele has made very interesting movies in the past. Um, of course, his debut film, Get Out, which blew everyone away, especially me. He won his first Oscar for the adapted screenplay for that movie. Although, in my eyes, he should have gotten a full Academy Award for not only Get Out, but a directing one for us as well, which we did cover this past last year's Halloween. Um which we gave a full-on recommendations and said to please check out all futures of his work. Uh, Jordan Peele, when he was announced that he was going to write, direct, and produce this movie, he said he wrote it in a time where we worried a little bit about the future of cinema. So he wanted to create a spectacle. He wanted to create something that the audience would have to come see. And he knocked it out of the ballpark, ladies and gentlemen. I have... I'm very skeptical when I go see movies about UFOs, aliens from another world, etc., etc., because they're very overdone. They're very repetitive. They're, I haven't seen anything original since I saw Fire in the Sky. And those who have seen that movie can see understand why. If not, please check that movie out. That's one of my personal recommendations. This movie destroyed all the traits and very similar uh, repeats that you would see in a UFO alien movie. Um, the casting was great. Everyone did really great. Uh, Daniel Kuale, who was also featured in uh, Get Out, is also in the Black Panther movie and from Judas and the and the Black Messiah, where she won his Oscar for that. You also have Kiki Palmer, who I think was probably the greatest thing about this movie. Stephen Yin was in it. Um, He's in it for a little bit, but he's really good as like a showman type uh, carnival owner as well. And then you also have um, very other um, actors in this movie. Uh, Brandon Pereira was Angel Torres, who is like a tech salesman that helps out the ranch owners. You have a famous cinematographer, Ant Antlers Hoist, I believe. Uh, he's played by Michael Wincoft, and he's very out there. And then you have Keith David, who's in this movie every now and then, who plays the father of the ranch owners. And it was very nice to see Keith David in something. I'm a huge Keith David fan, going all the way back to John Carpenter's The Thing and even John Carpenter's They Live. And, of course, he was infamously known as the voice of Goliath on Gargoyles. Um, everyone did very well. The music choice was very was, wasn't very well... 
the best way I can describe this is the music was okay. It's not as infamous as like when the symphony from us, when they do, I got five on it, but you do get a remix of Corey Hart's I wear my sunglasses at night, which is in this, which is in the movie. And it's okay. It's nothing great, but it's, it's, it's okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's so many things I really want to talk about without spoiling everything, because I do think people should go see this movie. April and I recommend it. Um, April thought this movie literally destroyed everything that she thought about a UFO movie and aliens from another world movie, anything about it. And, and she enjoyed the fact that we got to see it at the drive-in. Um, there was a quote that she, um, said that was heard in the movie that said, she said it was one of her favorite quotes. Anything with the spirit can be, can get broke. Um, and you know, it does tie in a little bit to what's happening with the events of the movie. Um, I think that is probably an accurate quote for what they were trying to do, um, is like the main plot as the main interest of everyone. Um, the cinematography for this movie, especially with the shots over the canyons and everything, because their house is like in the middle of nowhere, is is beautifully done. I like how they were able to get like the open clouds and the skies and the hills and the back and the background. Back background. <clears throat> I'm so sorry. You have to forgive me. It is past midnight here, and I should be asleep. But I wanted to share this because this this movie needs to be talked about. Um. All in all, Jordan Peele's Nope, it just feels something original. And that's what I really like about Jordan Peele. He talks about... Um, it feels like every time I go into a Jordan Peele movie, it doesn't feel like I've seen it before. It feels new. I like that because, especially with horror movies, everything's been kind of done to death. You have slashers that are very repetitive and now are using jump scares to scare us in some way, shape, and form. You have Japanese horror, which isn't really that uh, new, but at the point now, it feels like there's an American version of a Japanese horror movie. I mean, look at the Ring and Ringu and the Grudge movies. Um, I mean, this movie wasn't very jump scary or anything. So I think there was maybe two that got us. It was just intensifying and creepy like you knew something was going to happen you didn't know what and you wanted to see what but you wanted to see what was happening it does take a little bit of a hit at surveillance culture if you will um especially with how they're trying to capture the images of the ufo and you know peel even cited movies about um Humanity's addiction to a spectacle, such as King Kong, Jurassic Park, uh, the Steven Spielberg movie Close Encounters of the Third Kind, the M. Night Shyamalan movie Signs, and even The Wizard of Oz um, as his influence. And then you do hear a little bit about um, his major focus was keeping on clouds, and clouds was used a lot. He said the beauty of the sky is enthralling the first movies in a way. Uh, every now and then you'll see a cloud that sits alone and is too low and it gives uh, Jordan Peele this vertigo and a sense of presence with a capital P. He can't describe it, but he knew if he could follow that and put it into a horror movie, it might change the way people looked at the sky. Well, let me tell you something. Um, yeah, 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 uh, it did. I'm not going to look at the sky any way, shape, normal, any way, again, 
as soon as I'm literally going to get in my car, go into where I need to go, get out of my car, run into the building and run back out and go home every time now because I refuse to look at a cloud the same way again, the way that I saw it in this movie. Um, as I said, it's a full recommend. Um, I really enjoy this movie. I did not want to give a whole lot away. And I, I feel like if you go see it and you see like the twist with the, with, uh, the, the aliens themselves, the UFOs, then you'll understand that too. So, um, I don't really have the budget because this movie is still in theaters right now. I know as of opening day, it made $19.5 million opening day and made 6.4 uh, from Thursday night previews. Um, as of right now, this movie has an 82% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, the consensus reading admirable for its originality and ambition, even when it reach, even when its reach exceeds its grasp. Nope, adds Spiel, Spiel, a Spielberg-esque spectacle to Jordan Peele's growing arsenal. That is very true. It does feel a little bit like a... Um, this movie definitely feels like Jordan Peele wrote it and did everything he could for it. But it feels very Spielberg-esque, if you will. And I think that was one of the best things about it. It does feel... With a Spielberg movie and a Jordan Peele movie, you get something that feels original. I like that. I mean... Maybe Jordan Peele will become the new Spielberg of horror. And, you know, maybe it's about time we had a new horror director on the ground that can actually get things rolling and moving to where you can actually go to a movie, be a little terrified, but also enjoy the film at the same time. Anyway, that is my review of Nope. I hope you guys enjoy it. Thank you for joining me on this special midnight release episode. If you would like to get in contact with us, please do not hesitate to send us an email at flixologypodcast at gmail.com or check out our Instagram at flixology um, where we show off pictures of our dog, talk about what we're going to be doing on the show uh, and uh, show little clips of uh, what's going on in our everyday life. Now, we are still currently on the Shark Fest month. We are ending it with this upcoming movie, um, July 27th. Sorry, I had to look at the calendar just to make sure. Where we will watch The Requin starring Alicia Silverstone. Oh, man, let's hope this, let's hope we can knock a good one out of the park with that one, man. But until that time, July 27th with The Requin, this has been my review of Nope on the Flixology podcast. I'm your host, John. Take it easy.